Hello, everyone, and welcome into episode three of 8 Bit by Bit. Uh, I'm, my name's Rick, uh, and I'm joined with the wonderful Leem. Um, Leem, say hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. We're here again um, to talk to you all about our journey through Hyrule in uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, which we are playing through bit by bit. Uh, for this podcast. Uh, if this is your first time here, this is going to be a terrible place to start because we're a little bit into the game now. So um, you wanna go, might want to go back to episodes uh, one and two, uh, where we start the game off um, and uh, kind of explore everything from the very beginning. Uh, I myself have never played this game before. I'm brand new to the entire series, um, and this is my first kind of proper foray into a Zelda game. Uh, but Liam, you've played the game one time before? One time fully, and I've dabbed in and out. Dabbed. Dabbled. Dabbed. Dabbed. Not the dabbed. <laughs> Just come in and high roll. Dab. Dabbed all through. <laughs> and then you've run out again. That's fine. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, uh, I've dabbled before. Brilliant. I've got a bit of uh, knowledge, I guess. Some knowledge. Some master mode dabbling there yep. as well. Master mode dabbing too. It's been great, yeah. I love a master mode dab. Mm-hmm. Dab? That's no, nice. if you want to, if you want, if you want to dab, you got to go to Leem's channel and pay one million channel points. If you want to dab from Leem, yeah, it's actually nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Not quite a million, but close to it. Yeah. Or you can spend a thousand in my channel and get a recording of him doing it for not for free. Yeah, for a lot yeah. cheaper. <laughs> for a lot cheaper. But it's not live. It's an old, old, old dab. So you know. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, episode three. So this episode, um, we are taking on our first ever Divine Beast, um, which I'm kind of excited for. We finished episode two by getting to Zora's Domain. We did the winding path of absolute doom, which I hated. I'm not going to lie. That was a terrible, terrible experience. Um, But now we are in Zora's Domain. We did the uh, first bit of prep to get all of our shock arrows to take on the beast. And uh, we finished just before... um, we dove down. It finished at quite a nice place, actually. Um, the ending um, of last episode with the Lionel was pretty much like right at the peak of that entire area where you could just kind of dive down into where the uh, into where the Divine yeah. Beast was. Yeah, you just jump right down yeah. or glide, rather. But yeah, yeah, I glid. I did a glide. Well, I fell off the mountain. I think I said in the last episode, I fell off the mountain because I re- I tried to read the sign that was like it said like jump at your own risk, and then I still had like the forward stick pressed when I came off the sign so I literally just ran off the edge so I technically started this at a ridge underneath that peak but it was it was high enough it was still good um so did you dive in did you go straight to the divine beast I did I did I did well too. so the way that I've, I've been playing on stream and off stream uh-huh. off stream has been a bit more about like exploration and like newer areas that I've not been to before okay so before I did the Divine Beast, I did some other local things in the area, but um, some local when I things. Got, I killed a second Lionel. Okay. Um, and I found some more Korok seeds and some like better weapons, I guess. Okay. And then um, I was like, "I'm ready. Let's just go for it." And I, I started the entire process. Brilliant. Um, I was like fully ready. By the way, by the way, I had like 150 arrows. I had. <laughs> what? Like seventy shock arrows, and then like forty of the other arrows, and then I had loads of like really good weapons as well from the Lionels. I was like stacked. Okay, I was. Oh, I felt very confident. Not, I was. I felt confident, but not like that confident. Um, that was kind of impressive. I, I had, I had some things. My my the best stuff I had was the stuff that I got from the Lionel that I just murdered. 
Um, so I, I got that stuff. Um, and then um, I think the sword was really good, but it was also not great. I think it broke pretty quickly. Um, preparation break. You should try it. Get fucked. <laughs> um, so yeah, so... I was kind of, I was, yeah, I wasn't that ready, but I did decide just go straight into it. I was like, well, nothing quite like the present. So dive straight down, follow the quest marker to like a pier, which again, looks really, really good. The, um, I'm sorry, sorry if you can hear Gambit in the background. <laughs> he is running through his tube right now. Um, he, um, the, the pier itself, again, looks really, really nice. Everything, all the architecture in this place looks gorgeous. Like I just want to really pretty, yeah. yeah. I love it, yeah. Apart from the Divine Beast itself, the Divine Beast looks hideous. I don't suppose that that is supposed to look hideous, but they look bad. Well, at least oh, the like elephant does. The general design of them, yeah. you mean? Not the design, okay. necessarily. Just like the the like the like clunky brick yellow architecture. I just I don't know. I wasn't vibing with it. I wasn't vibing with it that much. Yeah. But again, that's potentially just on me. Um, so yeah, float down and meet Sidon at the stock. Um, and he decides to help us um which i question because half the reason that we were brought here was because they told we were told that they couldn't go near the divine beast yeah and then he just risked his life i guess but he, it was did like, he did he well because they were like the thunder kills them right yeah but then there isn't any point in which the elephant emits lightning no the only thunder is the shock arrows and the shock arrows yeah. kill us as well. If I was to fire a shock arrow at myself, I would also die. I'm not immune to electricity. Like, I don't yeah, yeah. quite understand why we were so important in this plan. Um, I, I don't know. I think they were just lazy. Maybe. Trying to pass it on to us. Potentially. I think they were lazy. Yeah. Lazy fish. Lazy fish. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we can do that right now. Poll between the two of us. Side on. Smash or pass. Smash. Mm. Smash. You were very quick with that. You didn't even think about it. I'm ready. I'm prepared for that. <laughs> I've got the bag ready. In case the side-on call comes, I can just yeah. grab my side-on smash bag and quickly run and get smashed by side. I'm a, I, I have to admit, I'm a pass. Sorry. Um, he is very attractive, uh, but he is also a fucking shark. Um, and I don't know if I could go, go through with that. Um, my galliophobia was fine up until a bit later in here, which isn't a bit of a spoiler, but you go back and talk to the king at one point and like he leans in like really close to the camera and that set my galliophobia off a little bit. Um, oh, okay, okay. So I, I I, kind of, yeah, no, I can't be doing that. I also realized that the, the Zora, they're, they're not actually sharks. They're like humans, but their heads are sharks and like their hair is sharks. Yeah, yeah, they're like a hybrid sort of memory. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Like the, when I actually looked at it properly, I was like, this is actually a little bit fucking weird. Like, just having like... They're not just sharks. One of them's like a manta ray too. This is true. Yeah. The racist one is like a hammerhead as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it's... I wasn't... I wasn't there. Oh, wait. We actually have a poll. How's the poll doing? It's doing great. I can I'm going to put... <laughs> I'm going to put my... <laughs> I'll put my pass vote on just in case. But it looks like Sidon has plenty of tail to choose from. Anyway, so yeah, so we um, we uh, jump into the water side on, and um, I have to admit I wasn't expecting too much of this. I thought it was gonna be over quite quickly, but I was wrong. As in, when you're in the water with side on, there is like some quick time, well, not quick time events, but like some easy combat things. You have to like fire some like ice blocks and stuff out the sky. Um, 
which is pretty easy. And then you have to use the waterfalls that are coming out of the elephant to swim up to get enough air time to then shoot arrows into his shoulder. Yep. And this is pretty easy. I found this pretty easy anyway. Yeah, straightforward. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've done it before, so. Yeah. I didn't really expect anything to. Did you expect like a build up like that or did you expect to just go straight in? I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't know if I was if it was going to be this. I didn't know if we were going to fight the divine beast in some way itself. I really didn't know what to expect, honestly. Um, I have managed to stay completely like oblivious to that side of the game, um, like not knowing yeah, yeah. the details of that. Um, so even this part was a bit like, okay, cool. Like there's, I, I thought this might be like the start of the fight and this like phase one of the fight essentially. Um, when I first played it, I I I thought the, when I first played it years ago, I thought you shot the shock arrows at the elephant in the four spots, and then it might have like summoned something to fight properly. Mm -hmm. But obviously, it doesn't do that. Just you just gain access to the elephant itself to navigate it like a puzzle. So it is like a longer experience than it's kind of like led to believe. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I didn't mind it though. I quite enjoyed like the navigation of the elephant. I found it quite fun. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I, I think once I was inside, I was like, okay, this is kind of a bit more of what I was expecting. Something I was told kind of beforehand was that the the divine beasts make up for like the temples and the dungeons of Zelda in, in Breath of the Wild. And again, I don't know much about Zelda, but what I do know is that obviously there are quite big temples and dungeons and stuff in, in the previous games that are quite like yeah. large sprawling and they're quite, they're full of puzzles and that kind of stuff. So I had... I had that in the back of my mind, um, kind of like, okay, in some way, this is, there's going to be a puzzle to this. But I wasn't expecting, like, what was handed to me, which was, like, you literally, like, the Divine Beast essentially opens up and you get to go inside. Um, completely alone as well, which, again, a little bit weird because the only thing that the, the Zora were having problems with was shooting the electric Shocked. arrows, not the going in the inside and doing everything else again i'm not trying to say that they're lazy but <laughs> they could have swarmed literally they took it down and then they could have just like sent an army to like help out and the thing was full of water so they would have been in like the perfect Their environment element. with no electricity yeah. you know it's it's fine it's fine i'm used to i'm used to people in video games stream and that shit so um anyway we go in we go in the divine beast opens up and it's essentially like a, uh, is it, would you call it a dungeon? I don't know if dungeon's the right word for it. Um, no, I, I don't know what I'd call it really. It's no. just like, um, just navigating, um, and platforming really. Yeah. Which is fun. And platforming itself is, it's not like super difficult. Yeah. It's fairly straightforward. Um, and you have to use your, um, your Sheikah Slate runes that you've acquired again. Mm -hmm. So like your, your magnesis and your cryo all that stuff it's just using what you've learned already yeah like the first big challenge of the game i guess so one of the things that they ask you to do you hear zelda's voice again she picks and chooses when she wants to talk to you which is kind of annoying but there you go um as you open the divine beast she recognizes that you've opened it somehow some way uh, through magic um and she says to us there are five shrines inside we have to activate each of the shrines um to kind of get control of the boss well no sorry we, we do the five shrines and then that will open up the main terminal and then when we use the main terminal 
that gives us control of the divine beast so we can take it back from yeah. ganon's influence which is great um yeah so we go in we shove our sheikah slate in and it gives us a map of the divine beast itself but also like controls for it which again that i wasn't expecting that was kind of cool okay right right so like it gives you basically when you open the map you can change the um direction of the elephant's trunk which is spewing out water and then you have to use that essentially for solving some of the puzzles inside inside the divine beast itself that i wasn't expecting that i thought was a really cool concept haven't really seen anything like that in a video game oh, kind of before yeah it's fun it's really interactive isn't it yeah 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 so um that was good so yeah five shrines any difficulty on any of these shrines i had difficulty on a couple of them um i'm gonna say no purely say, from experience yeah. so it was muscle memory leading you here did you know just know where yeah. to go that's fair yeah that's fair so i had yeah i had a couple of challenges the one on the trunk confused me for a while i didn't quite understand how i was supposed to get that one um and okay. i'll be honest i think i got it by accident um the one like on the tip of the trunk yeah on the very very tip of the yeah. trunk yeah because it's on the underside basically so you have to like change it the settings in the map to make his trunk kind of point upwards but you also have to kind of be traversing the trunk at the same time because as it's moving it's it's hard to explain but as it's moving it's like it's curling its trunk inwards so you kind yeah. of you can start on the top of it and as it's curling over you can climb up on it and by the time you get to like the underside of it you're on top of the trunk and you're able to stand up straight if the, did i i explained that terribly didn't i it's hard to it's hard to explain. Yeah. it's more like a visual sort of thing but yeah essentially yeah you have to if the trunk is pointing down the shrine is upside down yeah so you have to yeah navigate it to a way which are still on it as it's curving back up essentially it was hard i um, don't like it because you can't climb I, either you're not able to climb in this dungeon at all yeah yeah your your character does link doesn't attach to walls no. like other rocks so you're you're stuck with that i so if you if you have the trunk like straight down all the way down from the point where you first see the trunk and you can like glide down onto it you can glide all the way to the tip of the trunk and like stand on it essentially as in from outside then, the divine beast as in no so like if you're if you're in the divine beast and you've done like the the water wheels to get up to that point where you can jump out onto the trunk right there's like a doorway or like a window where you're looking out and the trunk is directly uh, yeah i never found that I never found that how did you get outside then so i from so the first couple of shrines are quite easy just an fyi so the first shrine one of them is like underneath the water use your magnet um ability to crank a crank and it pulls one of the shrines out of the water very very easy got that one and then in the main part of the elephant there are like two big water wheels one of them is active because it has water spewing onto it and it has a shrine on there that is connected to the wheel so it's going round and at times it's like upside down when it's at the top of the wheel um that one was easy because i just used my ice to block the waterfall to stop it from making water when it got to the bottom so that was easy then i just grabbed that shrine that wasn't too hard the so when i was in that room with the two water wheels i that's when i discovered that i could change the trunk um and i was like oh i can change the trunk and i can make it do different things so i made it 
come in and start actively working the second water wheel, which doesn't have any water onto it. But if you aim the trunk in the correct way, then the water from the trunk comes into the Divine Beast itself and it activates that water wheel. So I got onto that water wheel, not entirely sure what I was supposed to do. Um, and as it took me to the top, I found a platform that I jumped onto. Um, and then from there, I ran out just like directly onto the trunk. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. That's how I got. So I was on the trunk and I could see like above me there was a shrine and I was like I need to get to that. So the way I did it was I literally scrambled up the side of the trunk. So as the trunk was I I flattened the trunk out to the lowest possible it could. I ran as far as I could before it stopped. I couldn't get any further because I had to climb. And then as the trunk I then started moving the trunk to the to its highest point and then as it was moving I was like edging my way around the side of the trunk so that okay. As it was, yeah. As it was moving, I was like finding little ledges to stand on, so that by the time it was upside down, I was on the other side of the trunk. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I Which got is you. why I think I'm finding it hard to explain because I literally, as I said, I was like using physics and gravity to like stop myself from falling off, so I could. It's like get the, trunk the trunk is it's it's like sectioned and there's like ridges in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I assume you're using those ridges to find. Yeah very small place because the ridges aren't big either no they're tiny <laughs> like small little okay. spots and i as i said you can't climb so i'm literally doing this like bit by bit like that wasn't oh. intentional hey <laughs> he said the name um i was doing it like gradually trying to like just edge mm. my way around the trunk um edge your way around the tip <sighs> perfect yes but you did it eventually. I did edge my way around the tip. Yes, um, I did do it eventually, and it was uh, it was fine. There was also a treasure chest there. I can't even remember what was in the chest though. Treasure in this place was quite underwhelming for a divine beast. I felt like there should be like some interesting shit in here, but there was yeah, not. kind of kind of kind of not great. There was yeah. like a, a hundred a hundred. Well, I can't speak. One hundred rupee chest. Got that one. Got um, that one. And then like the weapons, like you said, were like pretty low quality, not very good. Yep. Didn't seem super worthwhile, but it's free stuff. Free stuff I is guess. always good. Yeah, no, you can't just can't poo poo free stuff. Um, there was that one, the other shrine. So the other shrine is very similar to the second shrine that I mentioned. So in the other water wheel, there's another there's another shrine that again is going round with the wheel. However, that's a bit more complicated because it has a closed gate and there's like a ball that's on like a a pole that as you turn. Um, if it goes upside down, then it sits into the um, it sits into the like a slot. The ball falls down the pole onto a slot due to gravity, and that opens the door to where the shrine is. However, as the shrine turns, the ball obviously falls back out because of gravity again. And by the time the shrine door gets round to where you are, it's closed. But again, very simple. Just use your stop time. I, f I figured that out quite quickly, so I stopped the time okay. so it didn't move when it came back round. Um, so that was fine. Um, I didn't even use stop time for that. How did you even there's, how? there's like a platform because around the central chambers, like where the big wheels are, uh -huh. there are like um doorways that lead to like the outside for like ramps to go up yeah. to like higher levels. And I went up to the, the, the platform that is like next to the bigger wheel, essentially. And just as the wheel was spinning and the gate had opened due to the ball once it was open i just i just glided into it oh and then waited for the gate to uh, wait for it to turn and, around yeah 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 ah yeah i never thought of doing that never thought of doing that 
I think you're supposed to use like stasis to hold the ball yeah, in place. That's how I did it. Um, and that was what I was going to do. But then I saw an opportunity. And you took and it. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll go for it. Does that mean you were like trapped in there for a bit then, obviously, because it meant like the door closed? Um, I think I timed it just right. That you managed to get out. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there are spikes too in there, aren't there? Yeah. Okay. But I, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Clever. Clever. No, I didn't think of that. That's, yeah, well thought. Well thought. Um, I did it the boring way. Um, a big throbbing brain, very, very smart. Very, very, very much so. Um, so that's four of the shrines. That's the the first one that was underwater that was easy to get. The first one on the wheel, the second one on the wheel, the one on the tip of the trunk. And then the, the final one, I accidentally found it. So as I was gliding back, after I did the one on the trunk, I was gliding back into the... Um, from because obviously when you're at the top of the trunk you're literally as high as you can possibly be on the elephant so i just jumped off and was gliding back into the elephant i land on the on the floor and literally fell into a hole that i didn't see that was there and found another crank and i was like okay i was suppose i'll turn this crank then turn the crank which opened the the roof and then i was like okay i'll pour some water in here and i didn't even see the fire below it just put the fire out below that was on a shrine and then i i managed to go grab that shrine that was completely fluke i didn't even know what Is i was it? doing yeah um i quite literally fell into that room um by accident um, how do you fall into it because i like because i was on like the very tip of the trunk and i was like gliding around because there's like a chest up there as well mm -hmm. covered by like goopy stuff yeah and then i like jumped off the top of the other thing and sort of like glided around to scope it out and there's like a big opening up there um but there was there wasn't like a hole to fall through i just kind of like glided into it i guess oh no 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 there is like a tiny tiny like square hole in the roof above where all that cranking and stuff happening happens a random small hole there's like literally i'm not even kidding there's like a small hole like a square hole like the size of link basically that i fell in and it just okay. popped me into the room, like directly in front of the crank. And I was like, "Okay, you fell cool. through that then." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm, I, I was, I was confused myself. I was a bit confused. Big throbbing what now? Brain, Amanda. Brain. Jesus. My God. Some people These in this filthy chat, minds. Honestly, I can't say throbbing without just. It's fine. It's whatever. It's 2023. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that was it. That was the five shrines. That was it done. And I was like, brilliant, awesome, cool. Um, the um, main kind of um, operating shrine thing opens itself up and you can glide into it uh, quite easily. Um, and then you get a cutscene, a little mini cutscene. Um, and I love a cutscene. Cut and um, you find out, and why no one could have told me this earlier, I don't know kind of pissed off about that let me tell you um but you find out that ganon has basically not only corrupted these things with the ability to control them but he's essentially left like guardians in them as well um which yeah. are essences of him this one's called water blight ganon i assume they're all going to be elemental themed i don't know that's a I, i'm just assuming but to find out yeah i'll find out later yeah. but this one's called the water blight ganon um and then a boss fight ensues after Mifa tells you that you have to... Is it Mifa or Zelda? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. 
Actually, Zelda. Zelda might tell you. I think it might be Zelda. They both have very similar voices. They do. They do. They're both really light, soft, and pathetic. Yeah, it's quite annoying. Um, Same. Yeah. (laughs) That's my daily struggle. Um, So, yeah. So, Water Black Ganon appears. And I... I mean, I, I struggled. I struggled with this boss. I don't know. You probably managed to do it quite quickly because you're good at the combat in this game. I could at first try. Oh, okay. Here we go. Go on then. But I will say it is an annoyance to kill, mm-hmm. especially because you kind of rely on arrows, I will say. <sighs> yeah. 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 I had, at this point, I had like three arrows to my name, like normal arrows. I had like... 40 shock arrows because I'd gotten loads from the liner one. I only end up using like three of them to get into the actual, well, four to get into the actual divine beast. So I had loads of shock arrows, but I was down because I'm telling, I obviously I'm just using arrows. This, this is how I'm playing the game because I want to use sure, yeah, arrows. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was down arrows and I didn't realize how, how kind of essential they were going to be to this fight. Um, but they were. <sighs> And I struggled a lot because I didn't have the arrow, so I had to do a lot of it in melee. So you didn't leave to like collect and come back. Don't be silly. No, of course I didn't. Okay, okay. I'm shy but away from a challenge. So how did you kill it? Because I because he's got basically water black Ganon has like a big spear. Spear. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some sort of like long weapon, spear, halberd, whatever you want to call yep. it, and does like big sweeping attacks that you can, you can dodge them, but. I feel like they're, they're channeled and you can prepare for them, but I feel like I'm not very good at avoiding because the, the speed at which it swings is like really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if you can get close enough to sort of like avoid it and get under it. Or Well, I ended up using a lot of my shock arrows. I ended up just biting the bullet and using my, my, my non-normal arrows and use the shock arrows, which was probably a little bit of a waste, but at the same time I was kind of like... I either do this or it's I struggle with melee for ages. Yeah, exactly. As a boss, so, yeah. so, yeah. So I, I did, I did kill him. Uh, I did take like six attempts, but I, I think maybe even more than that. But I was trying to do melee for most of them. Um, I was fine with the dodging because I was using my shield and I was parrying and stuff. You don't parry, do you? You don't use your shield much. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. So the parrying and the shield blocking was helping me a lot. But the thing that was fucking me over, because I remind everyone, uh, if you haven't been watching the past few episodes, we're still at three hearts at this point. We only have three hearts. Um, So basically, if they hit us, we die. Um, The the one that was getting me was that he like holds the spear back and then he throws it at you. But it's so fast and it's really hard to dodge. and that was the yeah. one that was fucking me over because I couldn't. Do- I was trying to backflip out of it, but the backflip wasn't enough because the spear is so large that even when I backflip, it still hits me anyway. And then side dodging the the dodge like the little hop you do just isn't enough. Um, so that was the one that fucked me over. That was the one that kept okay. on killing me. Um, and it was after a while that I was like, I'm gonna have to use. I'm just gonna have to use my shock arrows and just bite the bullet because I, I need to. I need to try and kill this boss. Um, so then I used the arrows to stun him um because you if in this game basically if you shoot anything in the head or at least if it's big enough in one of its eyes it stuns and water black ganon has a very obvious eye his eye area is actually quite large because it's quite long as well like as long as you hit him somewhere on his like front panel face thing it's quite generous actually yeah yeah. 
Because the itself is actually quite small. It's tiny, yeah. And I was trying to hit it in that. And then I I think I fired like a bad arrow and it wasn't going to hit directly in the eye. But it hit the face panel and it did the same thing. And I was like, oh shit, the entire panel is a weak spot. Brilliant. Awesome. Um, Thank God. Yeah. So use my shock arrows. Managed to keep stunning him. Found out he has two phases. So that's super fun. Phase one, you're just in a room and it's just like a normal fight. Um, Phase two, he raises... Um, some pillars and floods the room with water. So there's four pillars that you can stand on, but the rest of the room is water. And he also then, he changes from being on the floor to hanging from the ceiling as well. Um, yeah. But it didn't change too much, to be honest. Like the fight was still very much the same. Just, I had a couple of times where I stunned him and he fell off the ceiling, landed in the water. But because he was in the water, I couldn't get to him to do, like, do melee damage. Um, and that Which was kind of annoying. So slowly and yeah. 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 So that was that was a struggle. Um, it's someone's like ice block sometimes to fire ice at you. Did you have that? Yes, I did. I did. Okay. And you just saying ice block made me realize I probably could have made an ice block so I could have stood on it and actually wailed on him. Oh yeah. Didn't even think of that. Didn't oh, even yeah. think of yeah. that. Um, oh, it was just like long range the entire fight. Yeah. From start to end. No, no, no. I uh, I waited for chances. I made sure that when I was knocking him off the ceiling, I was knocking him off next to a pillar. So I could then swim over to that pillar and then smash him with with a melee weapon. Yeah. Um, but that's it, essentially. That's the fight. I forgot that after killing, you actually get a heart, which was quite nice. Yeah. A nice reward. Yeah. But I completely forgot that. I was like, oh my God, thank God. I can finally absorb a bit more damage. Because <laughs> up until now, three hearts is quite tough. I it would is. Say. Yeah. We were playing. Yeah. We were playing hardcore, hardcore mode. Um, because most things, up until this point, most big attacks were doing two and three quarter heart damage. So you were left on a quarter, which I felt was quite almost like intentionally designed, essentially, because like, I feel like- someone hadn't yeah, exactly. But yeah. also like, it's for beginners as well. That's like the, we're gonna one hit you, but also not one hit you kind of thing, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so that but you know it was fine. It was fine. That was we have an extra heart now. We're on four hearts, which is good. Um, and then um, you also wasn't expect. I wasn't expecting this part. I was just expecting to like get the divine beast. You also get an ability. Um, so this is Mifa's. Mifa was the guardian of this one, and we learnt last episode that she has the power of healing. Um, and so she her spirit arrives, and once again. The story of her loving you, but it not being, you know, is unrequited love is brought up. Really awkward, but whatever. Um, and she gives you her healing power, which is basically a, I don't know how long the cooldown is. It's a very long cooldown, but it's basically a free fairy. Very long. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a free fairy, but like boosted up, like yeah. an amped up version. So not only do you get your, so basically a fairy is if you take damage to the point where you die, if you have a fairy on your on your person, you um, you don't die and you get like five hearts back. If you, we've got three right now, mm -hmm. but I think you get five hearts back if you have five. Um, Mipha's Grace is the ability we've gained, and again, if you take damage to which you die, instead of dying, all of your hearts come back. So if you've got ten hearts, you'll get ten hearts back. Plus, I think it's like five bonus hearts the yellow mm. hearts i think it was five i think it's five, five or yeah. six no it's, i think it's five. That. i think you're right yeah five is good yeah yeah but it's a pretty a pretty long cooldown it's like 10 minutes or so yeah um 
but very helpful. Um, even with her pushy love, she gave us something very handy. <laughs> even with the pushy love, even when she's being yeah. annoying with her advances, yeah. she still gave us something that was, yeah, that was kind of handy, which is good, which is good. But um, I was, yeah, I was expecting that. I assume we get one, uh, this isn't me asking for an answer, but I'm assuming we get something interesting at the Age of Divine Beasts now. Um, so right. maybe each of the Guardians will give us something nice. But uh yeah, no, Mifa's Grace came into came into good good uh, use in the rest of this episode, which we'll get into. Um she then teleports us out. Um we're told that we can't ever come back into the into Divine Beast. So there were a couple of chests that I think I saw that I didn't bother opening. I hope there was nothing interesting in them. Um but yeah, we get teleported out and uh Mifa now that Mifa has control over the Divine Beast again, she moves it to the top of a fucking mountain. Um and it kind of uh, gets on its knees and then like opens up its tusks, which turns out to be massive lasers. And then I don't know if it's like aiming at the castle or if it's firing a beam. I haven't quite figured that one out yet. I understand it as it's already firing a beam. Okay, right. Because I think for every... I think it's firing a beam to weaken. Yes. Ganon. So I think for every one that you do, it progressively weakens like the final boss basically right okay yeah it says that yeah she says that she's gonna go and do what the divine beast was like made to do essentially and she, yeah it, it's now on a it's now on a massive hill which you can see in the overworld now and if you look into the distance you can just see this huge fuck off elephant just on a mountain just firing a so laser that, at the castle that that mountain in, in which the elephant's at now did you recognize where that was on on the map no because last episode do you remember we were talking about traveling through the horrible pathway yeah and you said you saw a big circle of water above that you can get to oh yes <laughs> oh, i see yeah i, I didn't just realize either until i did it and i was like oh wait it's here <laughs> that makes sense okay cool yeah well you can i can you can just teleport to that now can't you because you can teleport to the divine beast so yeah um yeah. but you're right literally fucking nothing up there empty um yeah empty pretty much yeah and now the divine beast is up there you also can't you can't get close to Divine Beast. I don't know why they don't even let you get close to it. Like, I can understand them not letting you back into it, but you literally can't even get... If you try, if you get too close, it says that it's dangerous to be close to it and it teleports you away. Yeah, um, yeah that's, so that's weird. That was, that was fun. Um, but that's it. First Divine Beast down. First Divine Beast done. Um, and it went okay for you generally? Did you like it? Yeah, I think it was good. Again, wasn't really, wasn't really expecting the the ability i wasn't expecting the the boss fight um or the puzzles honestly i don't know what i was expecting i wasn't expecting anything as i say i went in kind of like open to to whatever so it was interesting i did I, it was like it was longer than i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be like since we'd already done like the preparation and there was a the thing outside i thought we were going to go inside maybe do a couple things and then we'd have control of the beast yeah. again um However, at the same time, now that I've done it, I'm kind of like, that felt like the right amount of stuff to have to do to get control over like such an important plot point kind of thing. I think yeah. anything less would have felt a bit weird, like just walking in being like, okay, I've killed this like couple monsters or I've figured out this one puzzle. Now I can have access to the entire thing. Like that did that does feel a bit weird. Um, yeah, yeah. I must admit, I actually had forgotten the process of it. I remember... Oh, really? I remember the boss fight, but I somehow sort of like blocked out the actual unlocking of the elephant. Mm -hmm. So I, I I shot the shock arrows at the start with um Prince Sidon and I was like, okay, boss time, I'll get inside and fight. And I I internally forgotten. I was like, oh wait, it's actually terminals to unlock. There's like a whole process of puzzles. 
and there you go. I mean, it was fun still, but I had just forgotten it, and I was like, oh shit, there's actually more to do. <laughs> I mean, the game is so big that you're gonna forget some bits and bobs, right? It's so like, yeah. especially I was on, I was playing on stream, and um, somebody asked where I was in the map, so I showed them, and I was like, we've uncovered quite a lot. We've we've got all this map unlocked so far. <laughs> And then I was like, wait. And I zoomed out and I was like, this is barely touched the surface of the game. <laughs> like, it's ridiculously big. It's yeah. huge. Only two towers so um, far. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because we've got the tower in the... Starting zone. The plateau. Yeah. Then the one in the second zone, which is also like Zora's domain. Yeah. So then we go from the elephant to a new zone. Yes, we do indeed. Um, it luckily has a tower fairly quickly, fairly early on. It does, yeah. So, yeah, we decided that after we'd done the Divine Beast, we were going to go and explore to the south. And then from from here, basically, we're going to do the map counterclockwise. Uh, sorry, clockwise. So we're going to go yeah. yeah, from from essentially the eastmost part of the map, which is where we are now. We're going to go south, then uh all the way west north all the way east again and down a bit so we're literally coming going count uh going clockwise uh around the map so yeah so we decided to uh journey to the south was there anything you did before leaving obviously we had to go back and talk to the prince side on um and the dad donna 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 fun donna fun yeah the big man be no, i just did, spoke to him got the trident um but yep. not used yet really um oh mine's gone i've broken mine I wasn't sure if it was necessary for something. Well, it needed, it's kind but... of awkward because in the story, they're literally like, this is like Mifa's prized weapon. Please don't, like take really good care of it. And so I thought that it might be like a bit more durable than usual things. Um, but it was not. And I managed, I was fighting something and did a flurry of blows. And in the flurry of blows, it, it went from, it went immediately like the first blow. It was like, you're, it's weak. And then by the time it hit the last blow, it broke. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's gone Amazing. Forever. Yeah. Thank you, Mifa, for that. Great. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, that was that was great. That was awesome. Um, Apart from that, it was just not a lot much in the area, really, for me. I mean, there's an NPC that um, is like building, like it, like yeah. I think they're like using like a chisel and a hammer, and they had like a, a quest symbol on their head. This is like as you enter the the city of Sora's domain. Okay. And if you speak to him, he's looking for luminous stones. <gasps> and he, in exchange for ten stones, gives you a diamond. What's a diamond? I think the for? first time. Well, I'm not entirely sure yet, because okay. you collect rubies, sapphires, all that stuff. Diamonds are, I assume, are like a rarer resource. Okay. Um. So far, I found one diamond outside of that, like a, like a as I was breaking rocks. Um. But yeah, ten stones for one diamond is like a trade that he's doing, and it's like consistent as well. Okay. So he's like, for the first time, I'll give you two diamonds for ten as a treat. And then he said, if you bring any more stones back to me, for every ten you'll get a diamond. Ooh. So I forget if the diamonds are just for money or if they're for a specific sort of like upgrade. I remember. Okay. But uh, I got a few of those in advance if I need them. Okay. I might have to um, go and talk to him because I've got so many luminous stones and I have no idea what to do with them, so... I feel like the um the side quests with like the little red like exclamation point 
above mm-hmm. their speech bubble. I think they're quite hard to see. They are. Like, yeah. you have to get quite close to them before you see it. Yeah, because it's like a red exclamation um, point in their speech bubble, but their speech bubble doesn't appear until you're, as you say, you're, like, quite close to them, like, right next to them, essentially. Yeah, um, yeah. So you can't see them on the map or you can't see them from a distance. So it is easy just to walk past. And if, even if your camera is positioned incorrectly, you might their speech bubble might not even appear until you've already passed them. So, yeah, yeah they are quite hard. Like, the, the only one I saw... In Zora's domain was um, I found someone who was standing next to a waterfall, and he was like, "Oh, we've actually already met. I met you at the top of the tower in this area because there was a, a Zora at the top of the tower." He was like, "Oh, I'm trying to find a Hylian, and I'm too scared to jump down because the tower's so high." Um, it was him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm looking for people to like jump off and show me their waterfall diving and climbing abilities." So I was like, "Okay, well," and I did that. I dived off and then climbed back up, and he gave me something um i can't i don't some know forgetful yeah thing some forgetful yeah. thing i can't remember um he gave me something and then i was on my way so sometimes i'm like okay it's worth going out my way to find these things but other times i'm like these quests are kind of kind of some of them are quite pointless and they're kind of just like yeah. flavor adding Fella. almost yeah exactly um so if, if I, I just wish they were a bit more like telegraphed for us like because mm-hmm. there are a lot of npcs in these in these towns as yeah. well living their, their lives i just wish that there was a an easy way to spot them but anyway that's that um this is why though i'm spoiled by games on pc because i know if this game was on pc or steam there'd be a mod for that there'd be a mod that would like add all of those red little exclamation marks to your map and i could see exactly yeah. where all like they were which would be an awesome and something i would love to have in this game um alas yeah given that the map does show a lot yeah that seems like a, a fairly simple thing mm-hmm. to have really especially because yeah. quests are like fun content they made the content why not make it easy for people to like that's what i'm saying take part in it alas alas anyway we're done with zora's domain it's over she's old news never. um never gonna go, we're never gonna return um and so we head south um i suppose from here the next big landmark to talk about is hatano village so yep anything between zora's domain and hatano village that you feel was worthwhile of your discussion um just general wandering around nothing Mm -hmm. too important i don't think didn't find that many seeds either um <laughs> i mean that's the story of my life yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i feel oh, like I... wait speaking of oh. seeds i have a bone to pick with you and i feel like you might be cheating um oh. you how cheating. have you been spending your seeds i've seen i've seen uh what's what's the creature hetsu. Called? He- hetsu. hetsu i've met hetsu twice now where because first time was wait do you not know where Hetsu is... So the first time was outside Kakariko Village, which is when we first yeah. met him. However, he only yeah. lets you do two upgrades there. And then when you do two, he says he's off to somewhere else and he'll meet you there. That yep. place that he goes to is outside of the map where we have agreed we are not going to yet. It's not. Unless there's a different place he spawns, because I found him at a stable in the map. A stable in the map? <laughs> yeah. I can actually find it. It's actually close to... It's close to the border where we're not supposed to go. Oh, um, here we go. How close? 
I found at the wetland stable. The wetland so stable. What's near that? In the, in the second area which we went to. Yeah. The big like flat open area with like the big water spot in the middle. Uh-huh. To the eastern side, where there's like a river, there's the there's a Crenel Peak. And then below that there's Rebonet Bridge. Rebonet Bridge. Mm, I can't see any of this. Oh, Crenel Peak. Here we go. No, I found Crenel Peak. Yeah, yeah. Just just south um southwest of that there's Rebonet Bridge. Southwest of that. Yeah. Maybe the names don't appear unless you've been there. Maybe. I mean, I can show you my... Wait a second. Let me hold my camera, my thing up. Sorry, this is not going to help anyone who's watching. That's okay, Crenel so, Peak. Yeah, so to the to the west of the peak, if you look, there's like a pathway. Yeah. And the pathway goes down and goes towards the unentered area. Yeah. Basically, the, the stable is like just south of there. Right. Where the, the path carries south again before whirling off. But still inside our map. Still inside the map, there's a stable called the Wetland Stable. Right. Uh, there's a shrine there too. Okay. Um, but I found Hetsu there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that one. There. So I don't know. I don't know if he just spawns in different locations. No. Randomly. I looked at a walkthrough because I literally didn't know. I went back to Kakarika Village to go spend some Korok seeds and I couldn't find him. I was like, what the fuck? Where has Hetsu gone? So I checked a walkthrough and was like, does he move? Like, is he not available at night? I just want to know so I can, I know I'm not wasting my time kind of thing. And he has, he has like um, locations that he goes to once you've spent enough with him. So the first time it's two, uh, once you've done two upgrades, he will then change position. Um, and then at that area, he will allow six upgrades and then he'll change again. Um, and he goes to somewhere else, but I didn't look further in the walkthrough because I didn't want to know yeah. kind of thing. Um, I did do it on stream so I can I'll, I'll find the VOD <laughs> and I'll prove that I didn't no. cheat. No, no, you're a cheater in my head. As far as I'm concerned, that's <laughs> it. It's all over. You're a cheater now. Um, cool. Awesome. So, okay, well, I will head there. That's Because the last thing I did in this leg is I was like, I need to upgrade my slots because I still only have, I can still only carry four shields, which is annoying. Yeah. And I can still only carry like six swords or something. And I was like, no, 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 I need to carry some more. So I went back to find him and I couldn't find him. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, so the, the extra equipment slots are like, yeah, I think they're more important than armor. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Because things break so quickly in this game, like ridiculously quickly. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to, ho right. I find myself hoarding like the higher end, like the higher powered stuff because i'm like well i don't want to break the second like after three hits i don't want it to be gone kind of thing um, i'm the same i'm scared to use a certain sword because i'm like well i'll use this for the next boss fight mm -hmm. but then like when is that going to be like maybe five hours from now yeah i don't know exactly it, yeah i don't mean it's a bit frustrating that is one of the things that i don't like about any game is durability on weapons yeah it might be because i'm just like lazy at trying to find new stuff um I'm not sure. I just don't really care for it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's totally fair. Yeah. To be fair. That's, yeah. I, I'm exactly the same. Durability, I'm just kind of like, I want my stuff. Once I've got my stuff, just let me have my stuff kind of thing. Um, and I get that's not the nature of this game. Like, the game is, the nature of it is to go out and find 
you know, new weapons, yeah, yeah, explore yeah. and salvage, you know, salvage things, which is fair. But yeah, I'm very. And it does like... give you a lot of weapons. In fairness, like it does throw a lot at you from the monster drops and the chests yeah. you find. Yeah, but still, is there some disagreement there? <laughs> I just Again, if I was playing this on Steam, I know there'd be a mod that just turned durability off and i could just grab my just upgrade my weapons like you normally would like when you find something more powerful drop the old one just use the new one and that's yeah. that's how i'd like to play it but alas that's not this game um okay thank you for the knowledge i will go and find hetsu there and yeah i hope that you do see him because yeah. he, was, he was there for me definitely no no i'm sure he will be i just need um, to i need to talk to him because i've got a fair few quark seeds now and i need to i need to okay get my get my hands on him so i can spend some of them um so, so for you, just some exploring, you said, yeah, not much of, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just just wandering around. I did the tower, and then from the tower, it's a pretty high point, which I flew directly to Hatano Village, I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because obviously from the tower, you can see it. Yeah. And so I, I headed in that direction to get the things that I needed. So I did two things of note in this area. I killed my second Lionel, um, which I was quite happy about. Um okay. Uh, he was in like a ruiny area. Like there was a pathway of ruins leading up to him. Um, wait a second. What was the actual name of it? Pathway of ruins leading up to. Uh, am I going to be able to find it? Probably not. There was a shrine underneath a waterfall. Which is where he was. Oh. Is this it? Yeah. The Laneru Promenade. Um, which is like a watery area. Um, it's a little bit, um, yeah, it's it's just like northwest of Hatano Village. Um, the Dao Nea Shrine is the one that I found, and then oh, um, okay. the that area has loads of ruins in it across the water part. And then if you go to the east, there's the Lani Lanaru Road East Gate, and then that's where the East Gate is, where the Lionel is. There's also a large what are they called? Hinox there as well? Like um, the big troll. The big troll, troll with one yeah. eyes, yeah. So there's like a Lionel and a Hinox next to each other. Um, and I killed them both because I'm amazing. Um, Lovely. Yeah, I, I, did, I keep forgetting to cook in this game. I keep forgetting to cook. So um, fighting that Lionel, I ate like literally about 40 apples trying to stay alive. Um, but I did it. I managed it. Um, so I am two Lionels down now. Please tell me you're nice. still at two Lionels down and not three. Uh, three. Oh fuck. Yeah. Shit. This is like a a second part to this, isn't it? It's like who can kill the most Lionels. I thought I'd be like at least on par with you on that because I know when we do the stats later, you're gonna fucking annihilate me and them again. Um. <laughs> so I was hoping that at least the Lionel count would be the same. So where's your third? Was did you kill that Lionel? I'm not sure. I killed a Lionel from after after leaving the elephant heading towards the new area. I killed a Lionel that was just wandering around some sort of like, I don't know. It, uh... Enclosure. <laughs> kind of, yeah. There was like, there was like hills like surrounding it. Uh-huh. Um, it was, it was quite a hard one to fight. Okay. So I died a few times. Um, but I think it was a different one to your one. I don't, I, I don't remember going to where you said. Okay. Well. Unless I just missed it completely no it's pretty like the it was it's a pretty noticeable area i think you would have known if that was the one you went to yeah well afterwards we'll swap line all locations you give me the one where you was i'll give you that one we can go fight each other okay let's see how, how it went 
Um, so I did that. And then the other thing I did was I went back to Kakariko Village to um, cook some stuff. Um, and then when I came down from Kakariko Village, um, there was like a huge plain area called the Blattery, pa the Blattery Plains, um, which... Is that the right area? Maybe not, actually. Um, there was a huge plain area. I can't remember. The the Rabia Plains, sorry. The Rabia Plains, uh, just to the um, east of Kakariko Village, is the Rabia Plains. And there was a huge amount of space, and there was a bird person playing like a harp thing. Um, oh, Cass. Cass. Yeah, Cass. There's a bird that plays like a um an accordion. Oh, I'll be honest, I didn't catch his name. Um, yeah, sorry. I think it's Cass. Cass is an icon. Okay. okay. Well, there was a Rito playing, a, yeah, I think you're right, I think it was an accordion. And I could hear it from fucking miles away. Um, so I went over and investigated and he gave me a little poem and said that there was um, a shrine here, but like, well, this wasn't the exact poem, but basically the poem said that there was a shrine here, but it only appeared if you could tame the beast with a crown of bones and bring it to the platform that he was next to um and so i very quickly figured that out that that was the stag there are stags around crown of bones it's because of the antlers so i managed to jump onto a stag calm it down and then um take it over to the to the platform which created a shrine um and it was the what was the shrine it was the ancient trifecta um oh god that was the most annoying shrine um it involved, there was a laser beam, uh, there was a platform that only moved if you hit a, hit a light box, but like there was a laser always firing onto the light box, so you had to like block it so you could move it around. It was, it's hard to explain, but it was, it was an annoying yeah. shrine. I didn't enjoy it, um, but I, I didn't I have to do it. I haven't done that one. Yeah, I must have missed that too. Well, there you go. If you want to, if you want an extra shrine, go back to that area. It's really easy to open it up and then the plane, I, I was kind of annoyed because... It was Cass. Okay, Aaron's saying it was Cass. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, I was kind of annoyed because getting like the getting the shrine to appear in the first place was kind of an annoying because you had to find a stag. The first one I found ran off a cliff and literally killed itself. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I can't use that one. Had to find another one. It was kind of annoying. And then to get in there to have such a like hard puzzle as well. I was like, you kidding me? What the hell? Like I've already worked my yeah. ass off to get the shrine to come up. Like, sure, whatever. Um, okay. So there's that waiting for you. Is that way if you should you want it? I have done a I've done a casting already. Oh, okay. But I did that. Um, I think it was last episode, but I didn't want to talk about Cass until you found him. Well, there you go. I found him now. Because there's a few locations of him scattered around. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I didn't see that one before. I've seen one where there's like a bunch of like, um, like wind tunnels almost, mm -hmm. and you have to glide onto a platform that's far away from this windy area without landing so you have to basically open up different sections of rock to allow the wind to um tunnels to like come together as one powerful wind tunnel if that right. makes sense yeah yeah, yeah yeah so you could then use the powerful one to glide across and land on it oh, okay. um, without landing but yeah he's he's in a few locations and it's okay. just a shrine but i remember that one too i did it all it wasn't particularly difficult, but it was just like a lot of things to do. And then you go inside and there's like another puzzle, another puzzle to do. <laughs> Whereas often some of them, like if there's like an outside challenge beforehand, sometimes you go in and 
there's just like a big room with like a chest and it's like done. Yeah. So Cass makes you work for it basically. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Which I like Cass. I think Cass is a fun character. Is, is he always playing his accordion so you can hear yeah. him from quite a far distance? That's good because yeah. that's the only yeah. reason I realized he was there is because I was like, at first I thought it was coming from like, I was streaming at this point and I thought it was coming from like a video, like, because I always have like some music playing in the background and I thought it was coming from like a YouTube video that was playing and I was like, what the yeah, fuck right. is this accordion music in this, in this video? Like, this is really bizarre. Um, because I have noticed that the, the game doesn't actually have that much in terms of sound if if something's happening if you're in a fight if you're in a boss fight there's music but when you're just exploring it's very quiet um which is kind of nice i can understand that some people would like that but also sometimes a little bit eerie when you're like in the middle of nowhere and there's no music and you can just hear the rushing wind and it's like okay like it's yeah it. it's quite real i guess in that way yeah. yeah 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 um i quite like it as like a as an off-stream vibe i like um the lack of music and it's just yeah. quite peaceful i think it's quite nice. But then, like, on stream, I've been playing, like, music with it, too. Because having, like, an, having, like, an empty game, it's like, sound-wise, hard, really, isn't it? yeah. it's hard for, like, a stream, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't, um, like, it. I don't like it. But Cass is there to provide his, um, his sick As always. song. As always. Yeah. So that was the only thing that interested that, interesting that happened to me between those two. There was, as you say, some other Koroks. There were some shrines that I've, I've, I've picked up. There was one on the waterfall. There was the ruins I explored. Nothing of interest, though. Nothing nothing super interesting. I have... I did manage to get my ass... Uh, ass. Not my ass. My ass on Your a boat. Ass. My ass. I managed to get my ass on a boat. Um, and um, I was using the Korok leaf to surf across the waters. And then realized if nice. you hold down the Korok leaf to do like a special attack, like a charge attack, does bigger wind. Awesome. So yeah. did that with a, on, a, on a charge three... And it was so powerful that the boat went off without me uh, and just left me stranded in the in the river that I was in. And the current was so strong that I couldn't get to either of the sides. So I just died in the river. And then when I oh respawned on the beach, the boat had gone. Um, the boat wasn't there Lovely. anymore. So okay, okay. that was my first experience <laughs> of using trying to use a boat in this game. Um, so that was, that was wonderful. Um, but that was just some random river in between here as well. Um, but hey. Did you have any like... Anything of note discovered in the village? In the, village. in the Hatino village. So I went into Hatino village and the first thing I found was a child, which is tragic. Um, child. A child at the front the of the gate. Okay. <laughs> and I spoke, I don't know why I spoke to the child. Something about the child made me want to talk to him. I don't know why. I don't know if it was because it was like the first thing and he was just like, poking around on the ground and he looked quite inconspicuous and my gamer brain was like he's up to something i think there's something wrong here kind of thing so i spoke to the child at the front of hatton village and he was like oh i found something interesting come with me and i was like okay sure i'll come with you and he led me to this fucking evil ass looking shrine that i was genuinely a little bit scared of i'm not gonna lie did you do this Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So he took yeah. me to this evil ass looking shrine and he was like, oh, I found this shrine. And I was like, okay, cool. So I spoke to the shrine and the shrine was like, oh, um, gave me some sob story about how no one worships him anymore and like how all the other statues are prayed to constantly. But he, that statue in particular was like, oh, I started dealing in deals of power and health 
um and the other yeah (laughs) yes and he was like the other deities didn't like deem they deemed me like uh wrong for doing that therefore i got moved here and he is like the child leads you into this like little like alleyway thing that's like clearly you wouldn't even find if you were just looking around um and he was like, and they don't even clean the bird poop off me now or something. It's, he gets into quite a lot of detail about how the, the village hates him. Um, and then he goes, I'll show you what you, I can do. And then I shit you not, he steals a heart from you. Um, so at this point, I was on four health and he steals a heart. And I go I go back down to three. Um, permanently or? I like, was... Like damage. No, permanently, as in literally takes one of your hearts away from you. Not he doesn't do one heart of damage, he takes a heart away from you entirely. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um after he does that, like the conversation ends. And then I'm like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Um, but it does give you a side quest, and I read the side quest, and it's like, Oh, you found a statue and you stole a heart from you. Maybe talking if you t- if you talk to him again, you can convince him to give it back to you. So I was like, okay, cool. So I immediately spoke to him again and he explains that he actually, for a small charge, and I think it is small, I don't think it's too expensive. I think it's like 100 rupees, maybe even less. Um, he can swap health for stamina. So if you give him a heart, you can then take stamina. Or if you give him a, a bit of your stamina, you can then take oh. a heart. Yeah. So he basically swaps around. If you if you've decided that you did it wrong or you want like you need stamina or you need hearts for something, you can go to him and give him like a hundred rupees and it will change yeah. one for one. So like to so like reset yeah. them. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I never saw that in my entire playtime. Yeah. So he's I there. I assume that if you picked something that you didn't want, you were stuck with it. No, no, no. Well, I mean, you have to pay, and a hundred rupees isn't isn't like really cheap. It's not a lot, but it's not. You know, charge, yeah. a few times and you're you know you're going to be um have a dent in your wallet but yeah he uh he he can do that for you so i was i was quite happy with that i was um i was i was quite happy to find that i'm probably not going to use him because my four hearts is good yeah i'm not gonna i don't think i'm gonna use him um i'm at four hearts now and i also am at f- a two well i've got now an extra circle of stamina so nice. okay good I kind of, I'm feeling good. Like I'm feeling happy with what I've got. So I, I didn't bother. I just asked him for my heart back, and he gave it back to me. Luckily, so that was fine. Um, so yeah. But if you, if we're ever at a point where we need some extra hearts or need some extra stamina, and we're happy to swap some stuff around, then he's there. He's there for us. Um, outside of that, no, nothing. Um, I ran up to, into the village. I looked around the shops. Really underwhelming. Nothing really. Even in like the armor shops, uh, everything I had was either on par or better to what they were selling. So I was like, okay, well, no, no reason to buy anything. Um, I poked around some things. Um, eavesdropped on some villagers. Nothing of interest really. Um, until I got to the back of the town and there was like a blue. Uh, engine thing with like a fire coming out and then there was like an empty torch that was next to it and i was like oh okay cool i think i can put two and two together here so i had a torch on me already so i swiped the engine blue light and i put it in the torch and nothing happened and i was like oh okay cool um and so i ran around a bit more and then found another empty one and i was like oh okay maybe there are a few that i have to light 
So I ran and got the light again and then lit that one and then found another 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 one. It just didn't fucking end. Um, and I kind of gave up, to be perfectly honest. Um, I okay. lit, as in lighting the lamps. I, yeah, okay, I was going to ask about your lighting, but you're lighting lamps, right? Like yeah. Stone lamps. There's okay. the stone lamps on the pathway and I got bored of lighting them and trying to find them. However... There was a couple in town, and when I was running around with the light in town, people were saying that that was a blue light that was used up at the laboratory. So I was like, okay, cool. So I then just ran the light up to the laboratory, lighting any like lamps that I found on the way. But I, I ran up to the mountain with that blue light, and then there was a house laboratory, uh, and there was like another the what the engine that had the blue light at the bottom of the at the bottom of the hill. There was the same engine, but didn't have a light, so I just lit that. And then went inside and met the person whose name I cannot remember. Pura. Yes. Pura? Pura? Pura. Pura. Something like that. Something yeah. along those lines. Um, and I think, I'll be honest, I think I skipped a lot of dialogue because I lit the thing immediately. <laughs> um, okay. I'm getting the impression they didn't expect me to do that, at least on the first run through, because they started, they just like entered the conversation really quickly, almost as if um, like, it felt like they were expecting me to come there without having lit it first. And they were going to go tell me to light it kind of thing. Um, they do do that, yeah. Yeah. See, I yeah. I think I skipped all of that dialogue because I was just like, I, I ran in when the first time I entered the room, it was already lit and working kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, in, well, because I could say Impa. Impa is from a different village. Yeah. Uh, Pura. Um, I read some of the dialogue. Um, you did? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Holy crap. It's quite a shock right now. I know. Because there's two people in there. There's Pura and there's... Uh, aid i can't remember his name either yes i spoke to him once for a, okay. a, a part of a quest but i didn't I, he was boring at first it's led to believe that he is like the um director of the lab or like yeah. the main person um turns out she is um she is very young yeah see i didn't get any of that banter because oh, okay. I lit the thing and when I walked in, she was like, oh my God, it's Link. It's you. Hi, I love you. And you've already lit the thing outside. Clearly you have all your memories. You remember me. I'm Pura. I'm the head of the lab. So I didn't get any of the banter of like thinking that she wasn't, thinking she okay. was just a child kind of thing. I didn't yeah, get any yeah. of that. Yeah. When you first, because I went up there first. So even though I knew what to do, I went up there first because I I thought I had to talk to them to start that process of lighting. Ah, Okay. But I guess you don't, obviously. No. But when I first walked in there, I, I spoke to to her. She was like, "Oh, you want to speak to the director?" That's what she said. So I I went to the person who was like in there with her, which was him. And then he was like, "No, go and speak to my director." <laughs> <laughs> and then Link was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> um, but yes, she knows Link from before. Yeah, she essentially did an experiment which. Um, made her young, like really young. Uh -huh. So she's a child again, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, she gives us the power to take photos on our Sheikah site. <laughs> what a power. I love that. I can make bombs. I can create I mean, ice pillars from nothing. I can literally fucking stop time. Mm -hmm. And you're going to give me the power to take some pictures. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, it was an, iP an iPad already, right? It was. Well, I mean, yeah, now it's, now, it's got, now it's got a camera on the back of it. Yeah. Now it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think um, I I think there is some more significance to her. And I'm fairly certain there is some more significance in the future. Um, but for now, at least, I think that's basically it. Okay. Um, I read her diary. I went to her room and read her diary, which isn't the most gentlemanly thing to do. Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. She she made some heavy implications. She was like, oh, I did this. She explained the experiment that reversed her aging process. And then she was like, oh, I wrote all about it upstairs in my diary. And I was like, well, okay, I'm fucking going to go there and read about this then. Um, however, in the diary, you find out that not only is she the person who... Not only has she done this age reversal, but she's also the person that put you in the stasis. She she's the one oh. that puts she's the one that dragged your lifeless corpse up the fucking hill and into the shrine of restoration and put your body in there. She did that. That's her. She's the reason you're still alive. Um, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, you find that all out in the diary. Um, so we can thank Pura for the fact that we are even alive. Um, so thanks, Pura. Cheers. Yeah, thank you, child. But then apart from that, well, <laughs> she wasn't, it's worth noting she wasn't a child when she did it. She didn't drag, a six-year-old didn't drag <laughs> your corpse <laughs> up, up the hill. She was, um, I think the diary says that she was 120 when that happened. So. What's the life expectancy of Hyrule? Oh my God. Because Impa's like, she's like 150 or something and she's still rocking around. I mean, she looks old. Yeah, she's, but... she's old, old. Yeah. yeah, she looks it, yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no. And as child, maybe because she's not technically a child, but it was nice because as child characters, though, she wasn't too annoying. She was okay to kind of chat to. Um, yeah, like the adult personality there. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you get some upgrades. I did, I did, uh, I had some um, materials already to upgrade um, my um, existing ones. So I upgraded my bombs. So I now have bomb pluses. Um, I didn't do that yet. <gasps> oh my God. I, I, I know that you can do it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I didn't. Um, I thought I had to unlock it first, but. Oh, no, no, no. I just spoke yes, to I her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just spoke to her immediately, and then she was like, yeah, I can upgrade your stuff. The only thing I haven't upgraded yet that she can do is my stasis. I need some more ancient cores for that. I've only got two. She wants three. So I need to go find some more ancient cores. But, um, How needy. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but she did upgrade my. She gave me the camera. She upgraded my. Uh, what did she upgrade? She upgraded my bombs, and she upgraded my shrine radar. Like so, a radius. No, 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 no. Now, if I use the camera and take a picture of something, I can then register that to the shine radar and it will also start pinging if I'm near that item. Oh, okay. So okay. I, can, I can now like take a picture of, I don't know, like the iron shrooms or something that are around if I need some, some iron shrooms. And then the radar will start pinging if I'm ever near any in the world. Um, okay, that's which is quite handy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty helpful yeah. to farm some stuff. But there's like there's also a lot of shit in the world, right? So like it's it's going to take a while to kind of see stuff and, um, and then I was like, how am I going to find stuff that I already have? Like if I want, do I have to go find it out and find more of it just so I can register it to my radar because I need to take a picture of it first? And then realized little tidbit for you, you can you can hold something, drop it on the floor, take a picture of it, and then pick it back up, and it registers in your compendium. As You're something. so smart. I am. You know what? No, more people need to admit that I'm smart. Um, because I did that. Um, so yeah. So uh, she does. She she gives you some upgrades as well. So I've done that, and you haven't done that, which means I'm ahead of you. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll get to the corrupt seeds and stuff later on. <laughs> but yeah, no. sure. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do the jacking. Um, so that that's that's all I did in Hathno Village. After that, to be honest, um, I was like, I I wanted to go and do the 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 other part of this podcast that we, we agreed to do on this uh, list leg, 
which was Eventide Island. Um, mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, I kind of went straight to Eventide Island from the lab because it's really easy the lab is very high up um it's on like the top of a hill at Hadney village and i could see it in the i could see eventide village in the distance eventide island sorry in the distance so i i went um i just glid straight down onto the beach found a boat and then just made my way over there that being said there was a very obvious shrine in the water on the way so i stopped off at that one okay good yeah however that is i have to admit this is the first shrine i've had to walk away from um which one was this one it's the it's the shrine of greater might i think it's called oh a combat trial it's a combat trial and the thing in there was tanky af he did not want to fucking die i literally destroyed all my weapons on him and then i was like okay i'll have to finish him off with bombs he had like a quarter of his health left i was like i have to finish him off with bombs then but he doesn't let you if you if you create a bomb he shoots it with a laser immediately so it blows oh, really? up. Yeah. If if you create a bomb, he like the AI of the of the uh, monster guardian, whatever you want to call it, immediately shoots it with a laser, and then you don't have okay, time okay. to throw it at him or anything. So it's um, programmed to be literally just like hand yeah, to hand or bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And obviously, when he shoots you with a bomb, it does it blows up and does damage. And I just increased my bombs. I just got bomb pluses, and they do more damage now. So if he blew up a bomb, it killed. It did immediate death because I only have four hearts. That's fun. Yeah, I actually did that. I fought it. It did take oh, a while. I remember yeah. it being very, very tanky. But also, I had um, lots of arrows. <laughs> oh, I, I at like, this point, I had like three arrows. Um, so. uh, yeah, yeah. I was trying to like use those, and I had like bomb arrows, and I had like the bows that shoot three at once. So I was yeah. like trying to like really just kill it. It does drop some very good weapons. I'll say that though. Okay. It um, felt like it was it was going to drop some good shit. Yeah, like yeah. it drops like the guardian weapons, like the blue things. But um it'd be like Guardian Sword Plus. Ooh. Okay. And there's like Guardian Sword Plus Plus. So there's like different like levels <gasps> plus, plus. of them. Plus plus plus. Um so yeah, it's worth it. It's worth a try if you can do it. Yeah. Get some good stuff from it. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, but well, on I'll the island back. From the island where the shrine is on, like it's like a deserted island. There is a boat from there. So did you go from that boat to the island? Yes. Yeah. I, after I did the shrine, I then went straight to. Well, there was a Korok seed. I did the Korok seed that was right next to it, and then oh, yeah. went straight yeah. over to Eventide Island. Yes, that that was my journey. Okay. Um. So yeah, this was like the this we agreed that we would do the Divine Beast, a bit of traveling, and then Eventide Island. That was be that would be this part of the part of our journey, and the second you step onto Eventide. And I mean the second. It's clearly programmed so that the second you step foot on anywhere on the beach of that island, this the 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 challenge starts. You are stripped, literally, literally stripped nude of all your stuff. You don't have any yeah. gear. It takes away all your gear and it tells you that there are three shrines on the island and there are three balls that go into those shrines and you have to find the balls put them in the shrines and that will complete the 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 challenge but you have to do it with literally nothing only the things you can scavenge from eventide yep. island this was hard <laughs> this is hard it's, it's kind of brutal yeah yeah i i enjoyed it i was i really enjoy it but okay. it is hard to do it's because like 
the weapons you get are like sticks. Literally, and... <laughs> just like little fucking pikes that break after like three hits and everything is either electrocuted. Well, I don't know about, I didn't spend, I did it on my third try, which I was quite impressed with, to be perfectly That's honest. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I spent a lot of time on the island just like waiting things out and waiting for things to happen to like pick my right spot, pick my right moment. Um, and from what I can tell, the there are chew chews chew chews whatever they're called the jelly things the jelly monsters that are all different elements there are lots of yeah. them on the island but depending on what the type of day is depends on how the elements are so the second i stepped onto the eventide island even though it was sunny the second i stepped onto it it immediately started thunderstorming and no matter what i could do it always just started thunderstorming um okay and whilst it was thundery all the jelly things were electrocuted, electrified even. So every time I tried to go near one, they would just zap me or something. And that was annoying as fuck. They're like big damage too, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. huge damage. Um, and then like at some point that it changes to day and then all the jellies change to fire. Uh, yeah. And and, those two, yeah. Yeah, they were <laughs> spitting fire at me and they set fire to literally anything that they touched. So like the woods were on fire and shit. So like there's loads of stuff about this island that, not only are you stripped literally naked and don't have any of your items, you have no food, you have no armor, you have no weapons, but also things that haven't really happened before, like element the the weather changing the elements of the monsters. That's literally, I've never seen that before. Um, and there was just loads of things I was just like, okay, I wasn't expecting this. Um, but I want to ask you, order of what you did the shrines in, if you didn't order of any. So I spawned on the island... So I did it on my second try. Okay. Um, the first time I died just before the third shrine. Okay. Um, and once you die, you start again from scratch. Oh, yeah. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. Because that's Which the I forgot as well. Thing. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I just... Okay, whatever. No matter um, your shrine progress, even if you've done two shrines and then you die, you have to do the two shrines again. Yeah. 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 But the first one I got was the one that was by the goblins on like the platforms. Right um, at the beginning. Like, well, if you come in the beach, it's right. Yeah, it's it's very close to like the beach yeah, from the yeah, very, yeah. from the get-go. That was the first one. Um along the way I was I was like catching like lizards and like other like bugs and stuff. Didn't really use them, but I thought I'd collect them anyway, just in case. Uh-huh. Uh, got some fish, picked up some chests around as well that were in like the water and stuff like that. Um but did that one first, put it in its hole, which was by, like, the beach as well. Mm -hmm. Second one was the big uh, Hinox one. Yeah. So the Hinox has got one uh, One of the balls is attached to his necklace. Yeah. Um, did you fight him? him? Did you kill him? So I avoided waking, because he's asleep to begin yeah. with. So I went up the mountain, like, above it, which there were some, like, choo-choos up there and some more goblins. Killed those. And there are two rocks up there. Uh -huh. So I pushed the rocks down to try and hit the Henox to do damage. Um, first rock missed, second rock barely scraped it <laughs> and tickled it and woke it up. Um, <laughs> so I had to fight it hand to hand. Um, killed that and then put it in the shrine where the goblins were above where it was sleeping. And then did the other one last, which was like the goblins high up. The goblin camp high up. That was the most annoying yeah. one. Because those goblins, there were like, there's three normal goblins, but there's also a blue goblin in there that hits hard. And then there's a, one of those larger, like lankier um, goblin, I don't know what they're called. But he hit like a truck. 
I yeah, yeah. Uh, one before I got to that point, I'd actually already taken a hit, and Mifa's grace had like activated. So I had my four my four hearts and the five extra hearts that you get. He hit me, and I went down to half a heart. Like so, he hit me for eight and a half hearts in one hit, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I I died when I attempted that was my first attempt in which I died. But you did you do that with ease? I found that that was the most annoying part for me. Yeah, on my first attempt, that's where I died in that yeah. camp. And then second attempt, I I just went for it. I didn't try to sneak this time. I just sort of like went for it. Oh. And I managed to just kill them that way, luckily. Okay. Um, they weren't very forgiving with their... Oh, actually, I did cheat. <gasps> Here we go. Go on then. What'd you do? I forgot to say I did cheat. When I died the first time, you respawn on the boat to jump back on the island to try a second time. Did, I, I didn't. I did. <laughs> Every time I, I died, I spawned back at the shrine and had to use the boat to get back over. Oh, maybe I did spawn at the shrine then. Yeah, I spawned at the shrine I and then I had to travel back to over on the boat. Okay, maybe I did that then. Yeah. yeah, okay. But I definitely had to go from the boat to the beach. Um, <laughs> Aaron in chat has just said, I'm w I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> I almost forgot there. about this. So. What did you do? What did you do? How did you cheat? You can throw a weapon onto the beach. From the boat it doesn't despawn so you can throw oh that's cheating no go to the island <laughs> so i did that that's is it fully cheating, cheating. Or, no is it cheating or is it taking advantage of the game mechanics no because the mechanics think... and the, the trial is to do everything with nothing from the outside the island I disagree. I disagree. I think that's just me being very clever. No, and... no, no, no. You don't get a. So you don't get a Lemus smart top. You don't get a Lemus. I get a Ricky <laughs> smart top. You don't get a Lemus smart top. <sighs> I feel like a, a knight's sword across, which was like twenty-eight damage or something. Oh, here we go. No, that's and cheating. I was like, okay, let's go. Disgusting. No, it made it much easier to fight the Henox. I will say that. I can imagine. So, okay, so you didn't do it then. So this is, you vetoed this challenge is what you're saying. I don't know. I, I completed the challenge. Yeah, okay, sure. Because uh, I got the shrine and I got the um, the orb. So technically I did complete it. No, 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 no. I don't agree. I don't agree with that at all. No. Um, but fine, sure, whatever. Um, do you want to know how I did it? No, I don't care really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just end the podcast here. Fuck it. Um, no, so I... I, how about I tell you that I didn't kill the Henox? Did you glide <laughs> onto it? No, 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 no. So oh. I uh, have found out that when Henoxes are, are lying on their back and they're asleep on the ground, every now and then they have one arm that's outstretched on the floor. And every now oh. and then they'll use that arm to scratch their belly and then they'll put it back down on the floor. So I snuck onto his hand whilst it was on the floor and waited for him to scratch his belly and he pulled me onto his stomach. Okay. And then whilst I was on his stomach, I then crept up to his neck. I took the... Because he has two good weapons on him. He's got a really good bow and a really good club on him, both like 24 yeah. damage each or something. And then he's also got the... Um, he's also got the orb. So I then picked up the orb. I threw it off of him and then jumped and oh. glid off. And then went to the orb and then snuck away. So I didn't. I didn't actually fight the Henox at all. Um, I know that you can land on them when they're sleeping, 
And I, if you're careful, yeah. they won't wake up. I wasn't entirely but, sure if that was going to... But, like, he gently... Essentially gently puts you on his belly every now and then if yeah. he's scratching, yeah, when he scratches his stomach. So I didn't know you could take things from them whilst they're asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you get manage to get to their necklace when they're asleep, then you don't actually have to fight. You can just take everything from them and then walk away. Um, which is exactly okay. what I did. So that's how I got that It orb. was a pain to fight. Yeah. I will say that. It was a, it's annoying to fight. Well, you so don't have anything. Yeah. You don't have anything. Yeah. So fuck that. No, thanks. Um, okay. So, so my first try, so this is my first try. I went, I actually had all three orbs and didn't know what the fuck to do with them uh, on my first try. I got the one from the Hinox. I got the one from the platforms where the goblins were. Um, that one's quite easy. It's really easy to get that orb. You just kill a couple of goblins and it's just there sitting there. So you grab it. Um, and I had both of them there and I knew where the third, I climbed up the mountain and found where the third one was and was like, I have, I hadn't found any of the actual like, shrine section like the things to put them in and i was like what the fuck am i supposed to do with these things i have them what the fuck am i supposed to do with them um so whilst i was looking around i died that's when i died to the big guy with the big spear he just came over and literally just fucking wrecked me in one shot the second try um i went onto the beach with the immediate intention to go straight to the hinox and do my thing get on the stomach um and as i got close to the hinox a lightning bolt hit it and it woke it up um and i was fucked because i had nothing literally i just yeah. it was essentially i just stepped onto the island and a henox suddenly woke up and was chasing me and they chase you i don't know how often how much you fought him or how far you fought him around the island but they chase you all around the island they don't have like a despawn thing they literally chase you all around the he followed me all the way up to like the platform where you can throw where you were pushing rocks off he came all the way up there so i glid off and went down to the, like the other section and the battle music didn't stop and he just followed me all the way to the other go goblin platforms um so there was like a um what do they call it in gaming when you take them out of their like aggro range yeah aggro range, like a perimeter almost yeah no so there's there's nothing like that okay. well not for me at least um <laughs> and then he ended up killing me so i was like okay great and then my third attempt was when i managed to do everything so i did no lightning bolt hit the Hinox, so he didn't wake up. So I got the orb off of him, took it up to the side. I used, there was like uh, like two or three magnet boxes up there, like metal boxes. So I used my magnesis just to throw the box around and knock all the enemies off the nice. that okay. area. Okay. So I just killed them all by using the magnet box. And then put that one in the shrine. Went down to the goblin area, killed them, got the ball into the beach shrine. That was easy. And then... So the thing that was annoying me about the goblin camp one was that there were th there were two towers that had goblins and they would alert you basically the second you appeared they would alert everyone that you were there. So when I was at the previous goblin area where it was just the platforms and the the easy ball to get there is an archer there on the side um but like there are you get given bows but you don't get given any arrows. However, he shoots okay. arrows at you. So I aggroed him so that he shot an arrow and then I'd hide behind the tree and when he shot the arrow it would stick in the tree and I did that like five or six times so I could just collect arrows yeah. sticking out the tree then I killed him and then I took those arrows back up to the camp I killed both of the um what do you call it the people the the lookouts on the um on the towers yeah. yep to get rid of them and then I snuck all the way around um, to where the shrine was. This shrine has like a, a slab over it. So you can't just put the ball in. You have to get rid of the slab first. So I got rid of the slab. I, uh, the, the, I used time stasis to get rid of the slab. And then I um, 
use my arrows, the remaining arrows that I had to pick and pick out the small ones. So they came over to me without the rest of the crew, killed them. And then I managed to then sneak up, grab the remaining orb that's on the tower in that camp, threw it off the edge and get down and no one else saw me. And then when I put it in the shrine, the the actual, the, the proper shrine of Eventide Island appears. Yeah. So that's so how I did it. The big no, no, no. One. Literally, I did it. I did it. Oh. I never use stealth in games. Like, I just want to point this out. Yeah. Anyone who has watched my stream knows that I never usually choose the stealth option. Um, but I just felt like I had to in this one. I didn't want to go in guns blazing because I was. I don't think I was going to come out on top at all. Um, yeah. There was a chest that contained like 10 arrows. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh wait, no, that was uh that was in the it was behind the rocks, wasn't it? There was a couple of chests. I don't remember which was which, but there, there was a chest with ten arrows. It there was one chest that was like in water. Uh-huh. Like near like the beachy rocky area. Oh no, I missed that. Oh, okay, okay. No, I found one chest that was behind like you could it was like you know when you can see the breakable rocks, if you throw a bomb at them, it'll blow them up. Um there was I found a chest oh, wait, there. See that one. Yeah, I think that oh, one okay. it either had arrows or rupees in it, I can't remember. Um, but I did blow that one up and then got that got that chest. Um, okay. So no, I missed those arrows probably then. I just collected arrows from a poor but You are more creative. In I was your... far more creative, yeah. Scavenging. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I'm being clever. Um I mean three three attempts to do that is quite good, especially because like, I thought, yeah. It is like in the deep end once again. Uh-huh. With nothing this time. Yeah. Um, and I thought because you had nothing, the monsters weren't going to hit that hard. I thought they would give you like low level monsters, and then obviously the first thing you come across is a fucking Henox, which can literally even if you've got like eight hearts, can one hit you if it wants to. Yeah. Um, so that was again, yeah, you're right, completely deep end. Was not impressed with that, but at the same time, we fucking did it. So you know. yeah, we fucking slayed exactly, exactly. So um, you then get the shrine, much to my. Um, uh, happiness much to my pleasure words how do they work um the shrine doesn't have a challenge inside it you literally just go in there's a chest that gives you a 100 rupees i think it gives you uh i think the chest in there gave you 100 rupees it's li literally just sitting right in front of you um yeah 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 so yeah. you just go and grab that and then you grab the orb and you can come out although when you come out there's a rito sitting there who wants to do some challenges with you oh yeah there is yeah yeah i did the challenge but i did like the the there was some sweeping challenges i did but like there wasn't a lot to it to be perfectly honest um i think you just i, I spoke to him and then walked away yeah that's fair <laughs> i i did like he basically he says if you want to become one with the wind and i'm like yeah sure why not and then you pay 20 rupees he sets up like a course for you to do and you have to go through rings um and if you go through enough rings Obviously, you can only do it for as long as your stamina keeps you in the air for. Um, if you go through enough of them, he then gives you a prize. Um, I The most I managed was 29, and he gave me 20 rupees for doing that. So he gave me back the money that I spent to do it. I don't know if I hit... Th there was definitely... If you had more stamina, you could do more. But I I, I, I was like, I, I don't have the stamina for this, so I just left. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, after fighting through the island, you're like, let me just get off this fucking island. Literally, I was like, I'm done with this island. Yeah. I just want to get off this. Like, literally want to be anywhere yeah. else than here right now. Um, but that was that was Eventide Island. That was that was the Challenge Island. That was the one that we were a bit concerned about when we were doing planning out our journey because we we're a bit like, is this a bit too early to try and do Eventide Island? Nah, let's do it anyway. Um, and we did it. I'm glad we did it. Four hearts. We did. Four it's pretty good. Hearts. 
Yeah. Not a, not a single not a single shrine spent on hearts yet. Um Shall we do a quick stats check then? Shall yeah, we finish with a stats it. check? Let's do it. So let's um let's open the game real quick. So starting with hearts. I think we know this one. I've got four. Yeah, I put four hearts too. Okay, cool. Stamina. I have two full rings exactly. I have two full rings too. Oh, you haven't got any more? Nope. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I actually I don't I don't plan on going any higher right now. I'm I was about to say I think I'm actually done with stamina in terms of upgrading. I feel like yeah. the stamina I have now, apart from doing stuff like that challenge, like which I can't do unless I have more stamina, in general, I'm able to do I'm able to climb up most inclines and stuff that I come across. I can like swim and do everything. So yeah, I think I'm I'm also kind of done with stamina for the time being. Um I think I'll focus on hearts next. How many spirit orbs do you have waiting to use? Uh, I have six, so I can get some health now, but there I'm... you go. There you go. I am at zero. I have used all the potential that I can use, so I'm at zero. How many shrines okay. done? Twenty-six. Twenty. Which the math oh, maths out sense. there. Yeah, yeah, the math maths out there, so I'm at twenty. <laughs> uh here we go. Korok seeds. How many have you got? Seventy. Seventy. Yeah. Okay, I'm on 18. <laughs> That's like double from last time, though. It is. I've, 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 okay, so I want to say I have now, now that I know what I'm looking for, like I know what you were talking about. It took a while, but now I'm finding the glinty things here and there. I'm finding like the weird formations of rocks that don't look right. And if you look into it properly, you're actually, you can see that actually there are things to do in there kind of thing. Um, nice, okay. So I'm starting to see the patterns but I am nowhere near 70. What the actual fuck? I just need Hetsu again so I can actually use them. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, even with the ones I have, I can only find them once and use them once. So yeah, yeah. despite the fact that you are steaming ahead of me in terms of Korok seeds, you, I, I, I say you won't be able to use them as in like you won't be able to go to the zones where he moves to, I don't think. Um, which is actually... Now I'm thinking about it, potentially a little bit of a problem in that if he doesn't follow the way that we're going around the map, we might not have access to Hetsu until quite some time. Um, let's have a chat, me and you, after the podcast and um, figure out. Well, he spawned at that stable, which wasn't in what you researched. No, no, it was, it was, it was, it was. It was just that when I was looking at the map, a quick glance, it looked like it was on the other side of the bit that we weren't supposed to go oh. into. That's all. Which is why I was like, so he a follow a route. Oh, he follows um, a route. Yeah, yeah, he follows a route. He follows a route. Okay. Um. So, so we'll, we'll have to just have a look at that because we didn't consider that, and we might lock no. ourselves out of Hetsu until like the end of the game, which wouldn't be useful. Um. So yeah, just have okay. to consider that. Okay. Uh, money. How are you looking for money? Uh, I've got 3,155. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm at 1,283. So um, a lot more than I had last time. Um, and I, but I'm not, are you spending any? I'm not literally not spending on anything. No. No. I mean, I was tempted by, there was like an armor set in that village, Hatano Village. Hatano Village, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it only gave you one extra, it was like really heavy armor that only gave you one extra, like yeah. one extra defense. And I was like, I don't think that's yeah. the point to that. I've got, so one of my shrines that I went across, or I came across rather, I found the second piece of climbing gear. Ooh, so, okay, I haven't found that shrine, yeah. So right now I've got the bandana and like the t-shirt thing for it. So okay. I quite like that. I think climbing, because climbing is quite like annoying in the game. Yeah. 
So I think having that as a bonus is quite handy. That's fair. I'm still and... using the Zora armor, so I need to replace that with something because I'm not swimming 90% of the time. Okay. Okay. Well, that's the check. Um... Unless you want to do something else. No, I think I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's the check. You are steaming ahead of me. I, I thought you were going to be way ahead of me on shrines as well. Only six shrines isn't too bad because I, there have been some that I've been tagging but not going to because I've been trying to just kind of concentrate on the objectives. Because I, I yeah. said this before and I'll say it again. When I'm playing open world games, I can get so, so distracted. Um, and I'm trying not to let myself get distracted. I'm trying to just do the bits that we're we we agree to which it, us planning it this way has helped a lot with that because it means i could just focus on the, the bits that we we, we said we we're going to do which is nice um yeah having like a, a route and like set areas has yeah. been very very nice yeah um i have been going off the I've, I've not been going like directly from place to place in a straight line i have been like checking out everywhere yeah um so in that way in, in that regard i'm like the opposite to you I'm I'm letting myself get distracted by things that I've not seen before, um, because I'm playing it in the evenings very casually too. So there you go. Speaking that's why of, I'm ahead. Speaking yeah. of direction, episode four. So that was mm -hmm. that was what we had planned for this one. Uh, we had the uh, first divine beast traveling south and eventide island, which went swimmingly. I feel I feel we did we we nailed that pretty well. Um, yeah, yeah. So for the next episode uh, and what we will be playing uh, and talking about in episode four, we are going to be traveling west to Gerudo, which is the desert area, uh, and also prepping for the next Divine Beast. So the next one is the the camel-shaped one. I should really learn the names of these. I should really write them down. I will do, I promise. Um, camel's fine. Camel's fine. There's one but, camel in the game. Exactly. <laughs> Only one camel. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, and then we are going to do... Um, literally the entire basically the entire south part of the map right that, that bottom part of the map is basically open for us this time obviously yep. um if you've been uh watching you know that as well we're allowing ourselves to go back into the places that we have already unlocked so if we want to go back and do some like backtracking collect some coric seeds some shrines that we missed all that kind of stuff we're allowing ourselves to do that but we will only try and in, in, the, in the next episode we'll only be discussing the bits and bobs we do um in the zone in the leg the the journey that we've agreed to do so um that'll be the bottom part of the map unless of course something super fun happens when we go backtracking and we missed it the first time around then we can talk about it um yeah but that's it i think we're making good progress first divine beast down it feels like we're like a proper like quarter of the way through the game now i feel obviously in terms of what we've discussed uh i'm not talking about like 100% completionist of like breath of the wild obviously we're probably about like five percent of the way through the game um but like from what we're attempting to do we're a good like quarter of the way through i feel like first divine beast down yeah 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 we've done some good challenges we've killed a couple of lionels i think we're i think we're uh i think we're on a good i think we're on a good it's good a good start here. as well because i think i i do think uh fighting like the the elephant um what's it called the water black gallon thing yeah that's like the the first i mean the, the first lionel felt difficult but the water blight is like the first proper boss yeah um and you fucking nailed that so I think that's like a good, you know, progression. I fucking it's a progression did. for you. It's because I'm fucking amazing. Yeah. It's because I'm fucking incredible. Just try and find some more arrows because you're, you're a bow bitch. Right? <sighs> I know. I, I The thing is, I find arrows. It's just I don't like stock them. I just, the second I find them, I use them because I want to, I want to be bowing arrowing. 
You can buy them. Yeah, but they're expensive. It's like 20 for five, 20 rupees for five arrows. And it's like, is that really worth it? Um, but what are you spending your money on? Nothing. But again, I'm my RPG brain is like, don't Morning. spend the money because the second you spend the money, you're going to come across a village that has like a really nice armor set that you're not going to be able to afford. So yeah, I'm... Well, I'll figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> I hope so. I'll figure it out. Um... <laughs> Well, Liam, thank you so much for uh, joining me again for uh, for this leg Cheers, of chaos. Love. Cheers, love. Yeah. It's lovely having you here. Um, we'll be back again uh, next week, uh, as I say, episode four, to talk about the next uh, leg of our journey. Um, but until then, um, thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate it hugely. Um, if you are on whatever platform we're on, on Spotify, on um what the other ones amazon apple google uh please make sure you're subscribed you're following uh if you can rate the podcast it'll be amazing if you can rate the podcast five stars or whatever rating system they have please do that um and tell your friends d d you know put up a, a, a hire out a billboard and tell us about tell us everyone about <laughs> eight bit by bit just do the yeah, thing spend your money yeah spend spend your, open or, your purse <laughs> spend your bloody money also rating is free rating like, is free just do it just exactly know, you know we're also on all the social media channels that you can think of. Um, we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube. Um, so please come on and follow us. We're 8 bit by bit everywhere apart from Instagram, where we are 8 bit by bit underscore because some bastard has 8 bit by bit, um, which is really annoying. Again, I have the domain. I have the email addresses. Instagram is the only place. It's, it's, I won't get into it. All places too. I know. It's so annoying. Um, but yes, we're everywhere. Please come follow us. Um, also, I know a lot of people have been asking for um, a map of how we're doing the breakdown um, so they can look at how we're doing things and potentially follow the same journey that we're doing. So um, we'll be doing... Uh, I'll, be, I'll be putting that together hopefully tonight, actually. So that will go out today, which is Sunday. Um, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, hopefully it will already be on all of the podcast uh, platforms slash sorry the social media platforms um so uh, go and give them a listen and uh, go give them a watch and all that good stuff um but until then Liam, um it's time to say goodbye so thank you again so much for joining me i do appreciate it um thank you again no thank no, no no thank you no thank you um and we'll chat to you all very very soon goodbye yes. everyone take care bye Mwah.